Blog Talk Radio. Okay, we're on Blog Talk Radio now. We are live here at in Atlanta, Georgia, and I want to welcome you to our deliverance seminar that we're going to have here. We've got a lot of listeners. I want to thank South Africa, Mozambique, Israel, Switzerland, Finland. We have a ministry in Finland. We're on 24 hours a day from Finland live. The interpreter speaks in Finnish, his own language, and sometimes when I'm on there, he'll interpret it from me. If you go to www.livedeliverance.com, go to our YouTube segment, and you'll be able to hear uh, Finnish speaking only from Finland at 12 o'clock here noon every day. Also, at LiveDeliverance.com on our YouTube, we have Derek Prince, 24 hours a day. If you go to www.LiveDeliverance.com and go to Derek Prince where you say YouTube, we're streaming Derek Prince 24 hours a day on YouTube. We have Pastor Earl White, a deliverance minister out of Kingston's Jamaica that be on every Monday and Wednesdays. In order to reach out to him, go to www.LiveDeliverance.com and hit stream, live stream. Let us begin ourselves in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, how God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, your word says that we confess our faults that you are just and able to forgive us for all unrighteousness. We take this time and opportunity to ask you to forgive us for our sins. Lord, we know that you have forgiven us for our sins and thrown into the sea of forgiveness, Psalms 103, 11, and 12, and Psalms 85, 2. We thank you that there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who walk not by the flesh but by the Spirit. Lord, we give you all honor and glory. We come up against every demonic principality that would try to block the truth of God's word. God's word is truth in every man alive. We give all honor and glory to you on this Sabbath day. In Jesus of Nazareth's name we pray. Amen. First of all, I want you to know that the Walls of Fire ministry and live deliverance internet radio ministries, we are Sabbath keepers. This is the Sabbath. We do not recognize no Sunday. There is nowhere in the Bible, nowhere biblically that you can show me that Jesus did anything on a Sunday. And I have to uh, emphasize that. Evangelist Taylor, could you read Ezekiel 31? Verse 14 and verse 15 to me, Ezekiel, Ezekiel 31, verse 14 and 15. My fault. Exodus 31, 14. Exodus, that's my fault. Exodus chapter 31, verse 14 and 15. Exodus 31, 14 and 15. Done, but in the seventh is the Sabbath of rest, holy to the 
Now, that death is no longer fleshly death, but a spiritual death, because that's the day of rest. The Lord Jesus says he's Lord of Sabbath. It is amazing that I can see so many so-called ordained ministers, and they won't even recognize Sunday, uh, the Sabbath. There's nowhere biblical. Evangelist Taylor, how about Numbers chapter 15, verse 32 through 36? Again, we just talked about the Sabbath in Exodus chapter 31, 14, and 15. This is the Sabbath. I'm a Sabbath a teacher. I absorb the Sabbath. I don't teach on Sundays. That's my day off. I don't even record. That's not even a holy day. But to the Roman Catholic Church, it is because Constantine, he is the one who flipped the Sabbath. So anyone who calls himself a Protestant is still under the authority of the Roman Catholic Church when you worship on Sunday. The Lord gave me a revelation on that. And this is why I don't recognize it. Where is it at Evangelist Taylor? Numbers 15, 32 through 36. Numbers 15, 32. Jesus. I guess Creflo Dollar has some stones on him, wouldn't he? Okay. Kenneth Copeland has some stones on him. All of them. All of them. That is not a day that the Lord even recognized. Now, if you go to Numbers, if, if you go to the book of... Uh, Acts, it is spoke, spoken about that. Let's, I'm going to read Acts chapter 13, verse 44. Okay. Acts 13, 44. And the next Sabbath day, almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. The next Sabbath day. This is in the book of Acts. So you cannot say that there's no scripture in the New Testament that says, that the Sabbath is not meant to be a day of rest. As a matter of fact, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, he said in red writing in the book of Mark, chapter 2, verse 27, and he said unto them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. Therefore, the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. The Son of Man, this is Jesus. He is Lord of the Sabbath. The Sabbath is also uh, mentioned in the, uh, the book of uh, Isaiah, chapter 58, 13. He talks about the Sabbath. So the Old Testament, we're no longer can be crucified by being stoned because Jesus has took the place of Melchizedek. But the Sabbath is not eradicated. Then there's a lot of misteaching out here saying that the Sabbath is no longer uh, existence. No, yes, it is, because Jesus said that he is the Lord of Sabbath in Mark chapter 2, verse 28. And this is why I don't recognize Sunday at all. All right. Another thing I want you to know that we're coming from your home, and I want you to know that in the early church days, that when the first ministry of Jesus Christ existed was not in the synagogue. 
The Bible says that they was in an upper room. This was a room where they received the baptism of the Holy Spirit in Acts 1.13. And when they were come in, they went up into the upper room aboarded both Peter, James, John, and Andrew. It wasn't in a church. They received the baptism of the Holy Spirit in an upper room. Now, the Apostle Paul, we're in a house right now. There's, this is no different. This is 2023. When the first century was implemented, the Bible says in Acts chapter 20, verse 20, that Peter, uh, that Apostle Paul rented a house. He rented out a house publicly to preach the gospel. In Acts chapter 20, verse 20, he says, And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly, and from house to house. From house to house. Acts 28, 30 and 31, and Paul dwelt there Four years in his own hired, H-I-R-E-D, hired house. He rented a house in Acts chapter 28, verse 30 and 31. In Acts chapter 28, verse 30 and 31, Apostle Paul rented a house for four years. And we are in your house now here in my home. We want to thank Brother James Jones is here, Evangelist Janice Taylor is here, and her husband, uh, the deacon, he's here. So don't get caught up that we're not in no building because the Holy Ghost was in the room. Paul preached in his house. And even in Phinomia, chapter 1, verse 2, it says house. In Phinomia, chapter 1, verse 2, what does it say, Janice Taylor? Phinomia 1, 2. House to house. And what we see now in these churches is pitiful on Sunday. So you're not really missing anything uh, going to these churches because I really believe it's a church of synagogue now. Churches are now tied up with politicians and no Christians to be in any politics. Jesus never endorsed the Democratic or the Republican Party. They can't do nothing for you but Jesus, but Jesus of Nazareth. The church was in the house in the first century. That's New Testament scripture that we have. So we're not dealing with a building. We don't recognize Sunday. You're really wasting your own time dealing with that. All right, we're going to really open up now into the ministry of deliverance. We're going to be moving into the ministry of deliverance. And when we do deliverance here at Live Deliverance Internet, we believe in being led by the Holy Ghost. You cannot do a deliverance from your fleshly mind. You need the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit to discern what you're dealing with. And I am in a process of writing a book on the ministry of deliverance. And that when we first started this ministry, off, the Lord gave me a guideline to go by and to really to determine by the Holy Spirit. But there are certain demons that you will constantly see a lot in this ministry of deliverance, regardless of the black, white, purple, or pink, the devil uses anybody. And in different races, different demons operate in people. That's how slick they, and subtle they are. And when we do a deliverance, we ask people first, we ask them a lot of questions. 
we asked them what are their situations, so we need to hear as they confess to me. The Bible says confess your fault one to another. We really lean on that, and we will listen, become quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Once we're able to do that, um, we have a list here at Live Deliverance, and I'll share with you, maybe it will be a blessing to you. We ask a person, past, present, or future, do they smoke? Do they drink alcohol? Do they drink caffeine? Are they a vegetarian? Most people that say that they're vegetarian, they're perfectionists. And they're using food as an outway of trying to be healthy with, they, with, with, with their diet. And we've seen demons use certain, certain things like that. Uh, do you exercise or you overweight? If you overweight, that's an enemy of the devil. The devil can use that to destroy your body, which is the temple of God. And there's some imbalance there when we find a person that's overweight. Do they hear voices? Uh, a lot of people hear voices and they're demons. We're going to be talking about that later on. Do they have night terrors? Uh, do, have they attempted suicide? Do they do channel guide, astral travel, remote view? And I'm going to break down some of these names uh, to you because a lot of people are not familiar with some of these names that I'm going to say that you may say, well, that may not happen to be pertaining to me, but in deliverance, you've got to be able to help everybody whether they are saved or not saved, once they're saved, it's your job to allow the Holy Spirit in you to clean them. You are clean through the Word, and we use the Word of God to cleanse people. Another thing that we do also, there it is, is we ask people questions, and I'm going to break this down. Are, are you rebellious? If you're a rebellious person, we know that we're dealing with stubbornness. Unsubmissiveness is not be able to submit to God. That's resisting the Holy Spirit. We'll ask a person that. Are you submissive? You, you know, you can be stiff-necked against the Lord. You can have a personal belief that the Lord ain't got nothing to do with it, and you can be stiff-necked, Acts 7, uh, 54, and, and 2 Chronicles 30, verse 8. Acts 7, 51. Ye stiff-necked spirit, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers were. When you see that the fathers, that's where you got the generational curse at. That's where a curse can come in. So you have to be very sensitive to the Holy Spirit when you're dealing with a person because you're not dealing with the person, you're dealing with the demon. Then we'll ask them, uh, are you teachable, unteachable? If, you, if they're unteachable, you need to leave them alone because you're going to be wasting time. Just shut the deliverance down. And if a person do not forgive, don't even start no deliverance because that's the children's bread. If you got an ark against someone and you're talking about getting demons cast out of you, it's not going to happen. You're going to just waste people's time. You've got to go to the altar, Matthew 5, 23 and 24, ask that person to forgive you, go get forgiveness, and then go back to the Lord to get some deliverance. Amen? Uh, if you're defensiveness, which is intent to define, the Lord can't use you. If you're going to defend your belief or your allies instead of the word of God, God can't entrust you the gospel. So if you're a deliverance minister, you can't, it can't be no having no uh, politics with a person and, you know, cutting and shaving. You've got to be used by the Holy Spirit and not show no respect to any person. A lot of you may not understand this, but this is for people who are learning this, this ministry. We ask a lot of questions when people come for deliverance. We ask the person, do they deal with the Ouija board? Well, some of people may know what a Ouija board is. If you don't, 
I'm going to do this because we're doing a seminar because we're going to be here a minute. So I'm going to really go through a whole lot. A Ouija board or UGI, also known as a spirit board or talking board, is a flat board marked with letters of the Latin alphabet. The number 09, the word yes, no, occasion, hello, and goodbye, along with various symbols and graphics. When you use a Ouija board, you are opening up the door to demonic spirits. There was a pastor that called me here in southern Georgia, a Baptist pastor. He had 18 Ouija boards. They had Ouija board night on Friday. And this man didn't know anything about demonic spirits. And I had to go out there and deal with that for 18 hours. They was opening up doors to demons. Leave that alone. We may ask a person, have they operated in charming? See, when you're in the ministry of deliverance, there are many demons, and the Lord will give you the revelation. Only the Lord can teach this. You don't have a script. We don't do a script when we do deliverance. The Bible says, take ye no script, Luke 9.1. There's no certain pattern, but the more knowledge that you have, the more able God can use you in this ministry. What is charming? It's occultism. Charming is a practice of expression believed to have magical powers, similar to incantations or spells. Magic incantation spells is a set formula of magic that can be operated through a female witch. And if you see a person saying that uh, something's pulling me to this woman, and, and I don't know why I had a Christian came to me. The woman did some charming on them. They'd take the hair or object or leave the sweater at home and carry it to a witch, and she can charm it and put demons to transfer that spirit, give it back to the man. He put the shirt on. And then he go, and then he wonder why he's thinking about this woman all the time. That's the spirit of charming. Table tapping. It's a form of communication with evil spirits from the dead that taps through the table. I've encountered that. Table tapping, when you see that, stop it because you're opening up principalities with that. Another one that I've dealt with is called light as a feather. This is under the demonic witchcraft spirits of waker and witchcraft. These are the high-ranking spirits that you may have to deal with. Light as a feather. Now, this is very subtle, but it's very powerful. It is a stuff of a board game played by children with slumber parties, but it's also used to lift up abnormal weights. If you're seeing somebody picking up abnormal weights, you remember when in the Bible, or Mark chapter 5, when Jesus, the man was, uh, could nobody tame him, not even change. That's light as a feather. Those spirits in him just broke the chain at normal strength to do things with an abnormal body. I've seen a 114-year-old-pound woman pick up a 340-pound man. I actually saw that. And I said, man, where do you get that strength from? And the demon said, light as a feather. I have actually seen these things. So this stuff is real. You don't know what you may come across or who you may, come, who you may not come across with it. Also, palm reading. Now, there's a lot of Christians who have opened up this door starting off with the zodiac signs that's a violation there if you got any christians that's dealing with the zodiac sign that's a violation of psalms chapter 8 god says you the stars that was ordained by god god ordained the stars so what is you going to go to a star that's ordained by god if you read psalms chapter 8 that knocks out the so-called zodiac sign because i was a gemini a Gemini is a principality of spirit that has two demons in the person's personality, the twin. All that is is schizophrenia. Okay, so what is palm reading? Palm reading is the art of practicing speedy interpretation of personal characters or predicting the fortunes by examining the person's hand, 
by the demon in their hand. They normally use the left-hand path. Witches operate in the left-hand path because Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. They are always opposite of, of Christ. Anything in, in Waco or in witchcraft is opposite of Christ. They move on the left, Christ sits on the right. This is why demons manifest most at the hours of 3 o'clock in the morning. At 3 o'clock in the morning, this is when the demonic hour, why is that? Because this is when Jesus died at 3 o'clock. had to get him off the cross on Shabbat before Sabbath ends. Also, uh, I've dealt with crystal balls. I've seen this in Louisiana. I had a case with this where I threw the crystal uh, to uh, Louisiana, and this person had a, a, a crystal ball, and I said, this thing is changing colors. And she said, yeah, I'm conjuring up spirits to control my husband. And I said, well, you're a Christian? She said, yeah, I go to the Baptist church. Pastor Welburn taught me. See, this is in the church because people think that the God is using this. There's nowhere in the Bible that God tells us to use some object. God doesn't tell us to use an object. The only object we have is communion, which is the cup of blessings. It's an object that represents Christ Jesus, but it's not an object that represents the kingdom of darkness. Now, we're dealing with demons who are in the kingdom of darkness. There are two kingdoms, Matthew 12, 26 and Matthew 12, 28. Only two kingdoms are either in one or you're in the other. There are two kingdoms. We're dealing with the dark kingdoms of darkness with witchcraft because a lot of people may in the ministry may encounter this and wouldn't know what to deal with, how to deal with it. So this will give you a little upper edge of some knowledge of that if it comes to you. Crystal balls is a crystal ball. Is, it is a ball that tells fortunes. It's also associated with clairvoyancy, which is sorcery. It is a particular way of having demons to move in the ball object and manifest itself and go through the person. That's all it is. Now, we also know about Halloween, which is the night of October 31st. is All Saints Day. It's a demonic holiday, but the saints, the Roman Catholic Church, canonized this as a holy day because they had a, a contract with the, with the uh, uh, Pope. And when they made a, a contract with the Pope, what happened was they opened up All Saints Day. Virginia, you, you, you with us? Yeah. Okay. All right. Native and fair uh, spirits, which are tea leaves. I had a case with this. Uh, I had encountered a gentleman who brought me to his house in Decatur, Georgia. And he told me, he said, I'm going to control my wife. And I said, where are you from? He said, he's from New Orleans. This ministry is very real to me because I remember, and I've been persecuted with my physical family, so it doesn't matter to me because I'm going to tell the truth anyway. I remember my mother and father operating in witchcraft, carrying me to mother suits to put something on my daddy. And she would take a foot and with a feather and have uh, cow blood crossed over and put it up under the, under the bed, and he'd start itching at night. I actually saw this. So when he said Louisiana, I already know, in Mobile, Alabama, where I'm from, it's heavily witchcraft, French independence. And French slaves used witchcraft uh, to stop oppression from the Europeans. Also, Haiti. The nation of Portugal, Prince Haiti, they made an agreement with Satan. Are you familiar with that, Evangelist? They operate in Santeria because they made an agreement with Satan. If you get us out of slavery, we'll serve you. And this is why you have Haitians right now. Most of them are Satanists 
because they made an agreement to the devil. We don't want to be in those slaves. And they used witchcraft, and this is why Haiti became the first independent nation in the Caribbean, but yet the poets on earth, because the European governments didn't like them rebelling against their own freedom. And Satan is behind that. He's behind all of anything evil, the devil is behind. So the brother looked at the tea, and I smelt it. I said, that's tea leaves. Who are you finna put a curse on? He said, get out of my house. Because I knew about it. He didn't think I knew about it. But yet he wanted me to come over his house to bless his house. I said, them tea leaves, you finna put a curse on somebody. So if you see somebody with tea leaves, and you see if they sprinkle it on the left, not on the right. They're going to sprinkle that salt on the left. They ain't going to go on the right. They are putting demons to get work in that tea leaf, that person to drink that tea leaf. They're going to get messed up. I have actually seen these things. Yoga, New Age spirits. There are a lot of Christians that's into yoga. you got Christian churches that's into yoga. Yoga is the violation of the Word of God because the Bible tells us in Joshua to meditate day and night in the Word of God. Evangelist Taylor, can you give me Joshua 1, 8 and see, does it say meditate day and night? It says day and night that we're supposed to meditate. And when Christians get, that's right, when Christians get caught up in this mess, they get themselves in a lot of trouble, and then they call on a person to be delivered, and they don't want to get rid of everything. You know, people want to get delivered. They want some of their demons. They don't want all of their demons. They didn't say meditate on nothing else. Now, Evangelist Taylor, uh, she's going to read these scriptures out to everybody. I'm glad she's here because she can help me. Before we get started, we're going into deliverance now. You need to study for yourself. There's one thing I noticed since I've been in this ministry. Christians won't read the Bible. They won't fast. And those two things are going to bring spiritual development. Derek Prince told me, he said out of all his years of life, he fasted equivalent to 10 years, just fasting. But if you don't fast and kill this flesh, crucify, it has to be crucified. Demons feed off it. You have to study. Evans uh, Taylor, can you give me Matthew 22, 29? You must study. The Lord tells us to study. We don't want you following me. I want you to follow the word of God. Don't follow me. Don't follow no pastor. That's the problem now. People follow these pastors, and they send them straight to hell. Follow Jesus. What it says in Matthew 22, 29? You error. You only know the scriptures. If you don't know the scriptures, how are you going to know Jesus? You, that's the spirit of error. Now go into 1 John 4, 6 and see that that lined up with Matthew chapter 22, verse 29. It's going to say the same thing in different similarities. 1 John 4, 6, the spirit of error. Jesus said, you error, not knowing the scriptures. So there's a lot of Christians are in error because they don't know the scriptures. Yeah. 
And what Jesus says, you error not knowing the what? You don't know the Bible. And you got to rightly divide the word of truth. Now go to 2 Timothy 2.15. Even when you know the Bible, if it's not rightly divided, it's error. What causes error? Not knowing the truth. And there are people that know the truth. If Ben said, I did what you told me. You said, don't call on them. Don't call your brothers and your sisters. I did that. They, they, I, I'm not in people call me. They want to say, happy Easter. I don't recognize Easter. Happy resurrection. I'm not recognizing Easter. That ain't in the Bible. And I got persecuted. But who is my mother and brother? Those who do the will of my father. What does it say, Mr. Taylor? Study to show That's the problem. People are not rightly dividing the word of truth. And we're going to show you the dangers of that. Now, we're moving into deliverance now. Here is the danger of that. The Bible speaks of two Jesus. There are two Jesus that's in the Bible. And I'm going to show you out the Bible why people don't know the Lord Jesus. If you notice in Acts 10.38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, oppressed of the devil. That's the ministry of deliverance. Now, this other Jesus, and this is the one that you'll be dealing with. You're dealing with Creflo Dollar, Shannon Davis. Or, or, get ready, Van Taylor. Shannon Davis, a minister who says he's a minister but don't have the Holy Ghost. Evangelist Taylor is going to clear this up. There is no way that you can cast out demons without the Holy Spirit. It is impossible. And before we start this other Jesus, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you're in this other Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Uh-uh. All right. Now, without the Holy Ghost, you can't do anything. Jesus himself said that in John, John chapter 15. Let me turn there because I don't want you to think I'm making up things. This is what he said in John chapter 15. He said, I'm sorry, I'm I'm at the right scripture, but I need to get to it. John chapter 15. He said, John 15 and 15, it says, without me, ye can do nothing. Now, in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. I'm going to go there because I want to show you. 1 and verse 8 says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. It didn't say before the Holy Ghost. It says after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So you don't have no power until after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me. Let's look at the life of Peter. Before Peter was filled with the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, Peter was impetuous. We call him impetuous Peter because he was always shooting up his mouth. He was always saying, Lord, I'll go with you to the end. Lord, I'll do this. Lord, I'll do this. But when it came down, when the rubber met the road, Peter was afraid. For his very own life. 
Peter denied Jesus Christ three times. Why? Because Peter did not have any power. But after that the Holy Ghost came upon Peter, the Bible tells us Peter preached the first message to the church and 3,000 souls were added to the church. Glory be to God. It was a different Peter. Peter preached under the unction of the Holy Ghost. Peter had boldness and Peter had power. Luke ten nineteen says, Behold, I give unto you power, power to tread on serpents and scorpions, power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall harm you. Now, the first power in that scripture is exousia, which stands for the word authority. So he said, I give unto you authority. Glory be to God. And then the second power, and he says, power over all the power of the enemy, dunamis. That word is where we get the word dynamite from. So you have to have authority and uh, power. You have to have explosive power. In other words, you cannot cast a demon out. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, because you have no power. Now, when Jesus was casting out demons, they accused him of being Beelzebub. He said, how can Beelzebub cast out Beelzebub by the spirit of Beelzebub? In other words, it could not have been possible, glory be to God, for him to be operating in the spirit of Beelzebub and cast out Beelzebub. So you have to have power. Going back to Acts 1 and 8, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. That word after is very important to this scripture. He said, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, ye shall have power. In other words, you won't have no power until after you are filled with the Holy Ghost. And then he said, then you shall be witnesses unto me. So you can't even be a witness unto God without the power of the Holy Ghost. He said you will be a witness both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and into the uttermost part of the earth. I'm going to tell you what that means. Jerusalem is your local area, okay? And then in all Judea, that's your region. That might be, uh, I come from the triad. That's the region that I live in, all right? And then Samaria might be the state or the country that I live in. And then the last part says, until the uttermost part of the earth. That's worldwide. That's global. So many people are, are, are professing. They have a global ministry, and you don't even have the Holy Ghost. How can you reach the nations without the Holy Ghost? You can't even reach your family uh, right in your uh, local area. You see, it's not adding up. So I just wanted to add some uh, clarity to this. In other words, don't put the cart before the horse. You must be filled with the Holy Ghost because then you will have power. Glory be to God. Power. Let's go to uh, Mark, Mark chapter 16. We'll go there, okay? Because I want you to know that this is the truth. This is not Evangelist Taylor talking. This is the word of God. Let's go right there. Mark chapter 16, and this is what it says. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. 
in my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. See, when you have the Holy Ghost, you're going to have the evidence of speaking in tongues. Glory be to God. And they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, I just want to ask you, I want you to think about this for a moment. This is a rhetorical question. In whatever church you belong to, is anybody casting out devils? Is anybody laying hands on the sick and they getting healed? See, if that's not happening, that's not a deliverance ministry. And the reason why these churches are not operating in deliverance is because they have no power. They would be just like the seven sons of Sceva trying to cast out a demon, and they don't have no power. The Bible said that the seven sons of Sceva tried this, tried to do what they saw Jesus and the uh, disciples do, and them demons beat them out of their clothes. You cannot be a deliverance minister if you have not been filled with the Holy Ghost. It's plain and simple. It's plain and simple. If you tapping or trying to tap into this, I'm going to tell you something. You're in the wrong field. You're in the wrong thing. You're trying to put the cart before the horse. And anybody that's telling you that they are not spirit-filled, don't go to them for deliverance. I'm going to tell you why. Because they are transferring demons to you. Simple as that. That's all they can possibly do. And you don't know what demons they got. They might be worse than the demons you already got. So don't try to play with this. Don't try to be a showboat. Don't try to brag on something and say you you have you are doing this and you're not. You're deceiving people. But not only are you deceiving people, uh, Matthew uh, 24 and 4 say, take hate that no man deceive you. Not only are they deceiving people, but you are really messing people up because you're not casting nothing out. You're transferring unclean spirits to people. All right? God bless you. So, Shannon Davis and Omega Man Radio, he don't cast out demons. I have to openly rebuke him. I don't care who you are. You have to cast out demons because if you don't, it is another Jesus. And we're going to show that to you right now. Also, let me get this out to you too. Hang on. Mark. Yes, Lord. Mark 9. Let me get this. Hang on. Um, Mark. Master, we saw one casting out demons. He was not with us. Where is that in the Bible? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Wait one minute. Okay. 
In Luke 9:49 it says, And John answered and said, Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and we forbid him, because he followed not us. And Jesus said unto him, Forbid him not, for he that is not against us is for us. And purge and looking back is not fit into the kingdom. He said he's not for, for us, but it also says it's a miracle ministry. Because in the book of Mark, it says the same thing. Master, we, Mark 9.38, it, 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 it definitely shines it up in Mark 9.38. It really hits it harder. Let's go to Mark 9.38. And John answered him saying, thank you, Holy Ghost. Master, we saw one casting out devils in thy name, and he followed us not. Now, this is a person that was watching Jesus cast out demons. But Jesus didn't stop them. They would have to have the Holy Ghost. They was baptized. They probably was baptized right in the Jordan with Jesus. Jesus probably laid hands on this person. We don't know who this person is. But Jesus didn't stop him and forbid him not because he followed not us. But Jesus says, forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in thy name can like to speak evil of me. Casting out demons is a miracle ministry. Casting out demons is a, it's a dangerous ministry, true. And if you think you're going to become profitable on an airplane and jet, don't even come to this ministry. Because you've got to live on faith with this. We're not preaching your money. We're dealing with unseen forces. I don't pre- this sister don't do that. The one thing I like about Venice Taylor, when, when I met her, we clicked. I've been knowing you, Venice, what, 17 years? We ain't never had no argument, nothing. And when I got a sinful problem, who I confess myself to? I said, so tell her, I sinned. I call her. I have sinned. We all sin. We all make mistakes. But get up. This is a miracle ministry. Now, what the devil wants to do is to fool you and put you in a church with another Jesus. Now, that goes with the Baptist, the Presbyterian, even Thank you, Holy Spirit. First Corinthians fourteen twenty two events say the Lord just told me this brother doesn't speak in tongues. And if you don't speak in tongues, tongues is a sign for those who believe not. So if I say and somebody's unsaved, they say, What are you talking about? That's what it's for. What it say? First Corinthians fourteen twenty two? Believe not. So he can't even he can't even speak in tongues for them that believe not. Right. And he called himself a, a, a Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio. He don't even have the Holy Ghost. He told me that Jesus was ivory. That isn't in the Bible. Jesus is not ivory. His eyes outside the sun. His feet is like that of bronze. His eyes outside the, the sun. It, 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 it. Ivory and bronze is two different colors. The devil is a lie. So what the devil do is to take you out of this deliverance ministry and put you in another church, another Jesus. That's what it is. Now, I'm going to show you how dangerous this is. In 2 Corinthians 11, we have to be careful with this other doctrine called another Jesus. And under that, there is any church that don't cast out demons, that do not lay hands on the sick, that do not raise, it, raise the dead, if Ben says they ain't even casting out demons, talking about raising the dead. That's way too much. If they're not doing that, it is another Jesus. And Paul warns us with that. He tells us in 2 Corinthians 11.4, 
For if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, there it is. Now, I can show you this other Jesus. If you take 2 Corinthians 11.4, I'm going to let Evangelist Taylor do it. I want her to read 2 Corinthians 11.4, and then Evangelist Taylor can pass 2 Corinthians 11.4 with Acts 10.38 and see that you see a difference of a Jesus right after the Bible. 2 Corinthians 11.4. Of the gospel. Now watch this. Another Jesus, another spirit, and another gospel. It's not the gospel of Christ. And this is what's messing people up. Now here's the gospel of Jesus Christ in Acts 10.38. You're going to see the real Jesus because the other Jesus just says Jesus. But it don't, it don't have the God fault. It don't have the God in it. This other Jesus don't have the Holy Ghost. You've got churches that don't even speak in tongues. Wait a minute now. How God, that's the Father, right? Jesus is the Son, right? Keep going. That's the Holy Ghost, right? That's power. Doing good. Oppressed of the devil. That's deliverance ministry was with him. Now, did it say God was with this other Jesus? Didn't even say it. Nowhere in the Bible. So God is not with this Jesus. And this is what's getting people so messed up. You see it right out of the Bible, Evangelist. Did you see it? This is what's messing people up. They are going to churches that teach what they want to hear, what they itching ears want to hear, and they're really tricking themselves in their own salvation, which is demonic. Nothing but demonic. Now we're going to move into the ministry of deliverance. When you have Christians that commit sin, the Bible says it is a principality in the air. It's in the atmosphere that allows Christians to sin, which is in uh, Ephesians 2.2. What is a demon? Demons are wicked spirits. The word demon comes from the Greek daimonion, which means an evil spirit. Daimonion, in truth, comes from a root word, which means a shadow. Satan is the supreme commander of all demons sent under this evil spirit upon people to bring shadow darkness over the spirit of man. That's what the ministry of deliverance is. Now, if you find yourself falling asleep, nodding off, that's the spirit of slumber. We've got to pray for him, Vance Taylor. He's got a spirit of slumber. That's the spirit knocking him. We'll, we'll lay hands on him. If there's a spirit of slumber knocking you out, it's a spirit. Father, we keep him alive in the name of Jesus. He drove over here, Lord, to hear the word. Bless him so he can hear the Holy Spirit. He came to hear the word. You spirit of slumber, leave him alone. In the name of Jesus, amen. The devil don't want you to know anything about him. Anyone who cannot believe in spirits will clearly have trouble accepting the biblical teaching about God. Right from the beginning of Genesis, we find that there are personal spirits. First, the spirit of God himself moved upon the face of the earth. If that is Taylor, give me Genesis 1-2. Now, since you say you don't believe in demons, then you don't believe in no spirits at all because God is a spirit. He's a spirit, and the Bible says we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. Genesis 1 and 2. 
That's God's spirit right there. Now, even right there, we will see Jesus here also in the book of Genesis. He's in 126. Us make man in our own minutes. So Jesus is in here. He's in the Bible. He's in the, he's in the, he's in the, he's in the, he's in the Old Testament. He was also in Daniel. The fourth person was at the Son of Man. That was Jesus. Also, the revelation of Daniel chapter 10 is Jesus too. It describes Jesus Christ in the book of Daniel chapter 10. Jesus is in Daniel chapter 10. His body, in Daniel chapter 10 verse 6, his body also was like the barrel, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as a lamp of fire, and his arms and his feet like a color of polished brass. That's the same thing in Revelation 2.18. If instead of read Revelation 2.18 for me, compare Revelation 2.18 to Daniel chapter 2.10. This is scripture. That's Jesus. He is the word. And when the word is taken out of these buildings, you got another gospel. Revelation 2.18. And unto the anchor of the church in Now, please go to Daniel chapter 10, verse 6, Evangelist said, and read the same thing. You're going to see Jesus in Daniel 10, 6. That's Jesus. You saw that before, Evangelist said? You saw it before? Mm-hmm. Daniel 10, 6. That's Jesus. That's Jesus of Nazareth. That's the same thing that it said in Daniel. That's the same thing in Daniel 10, 10, 6. That's Jesus Christ. Now, if you don't believe in spirit, then you don't believe in Jesus. If you look at, and he became a living spirit, the word spirit is also in Genesis 2, 7. And Evangelist says, she'll read it to, to us. We're talking about spirit. So if you don't believe in the spirit of God, and you say, I don't believe in demons. Demons are fallen angels. They're wicked spirits. So you don't believe in God. You're an atheist. 2-7. Through Jesus and through God. Now, let me say this. Demons are actually fallen angels. In Revelation chapter 2, 4, 9 teaches us that one-third of the heavenly host angels was cast out of heaven in Revelation chapter 2, I mean, uh, Revelation 12, verse 4 through 9. How does demons come under the influence? How does a person come under the influence of demons in the first place? There are many ways it might surprise you to know that people have been born with demons. That's in Psalms chapter 51, verse Verse 5, behold, I was sharpened in iniquity, that's demon, it's sin, and in sin did my mother conceive me. We was born into sin. We was born into sin. So if you're born into sin, what is attachment to sin? Demons. sin. 
We're all rebels. Dear Prince said, we're rebels. Demons can enter through a bloodline sin. That's in Lamentations 5-7. Our fathers have sinned and are not, and we have bore their iniquities. Sins of the fathers can come on you from generation to generation to generation. Now, let me say this about the United States of America. It is not a Christian nation. It has never been a Christian nation. I don't think if Vanity said that Jesus would use any nations to create anything for him, would he? He's a, aren't these Masons, the founding fathers of the United States, weren't they Masons? All of them was Masons. And you know God is against Masonry? So Thomas Jefferson, who wrote, rewrote the Bible, they're Masons. That's not Christianity. This has never been a Christian nation. Had the right intentions, but there's no biblical record you can show me. Anytime a Mason do something, God doesn't use it. So also check out the lineage of where you're from so you can find out what demons you may have. The Lord will show you. You see, the Lord revealed to me that I'm the only one in my family don't have diabetic. My daddy died of diabetes. My grandma, I'm American Indian. Let me say this here to everybody listening to me. Do you know American Indians are putting curses on America every day? Wow. They, my grandmama in the morning, she'll put a curse on, on America. I said, Mama Lou, what are you doing? They, they stole our land. We're fighting back. The American Indian put curses on American government every day. Power that the Satan has is powerful, but not more than Christ. And when we know Jesus, we can reverse any curse. Nevertheless, the Lord thy God can reverse any curse, uh, any curse Deuteronomy 23.5. There can be more than one demon in a person. In Mark 16.9, when Jesus was Raised early in the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he cast seven devils. Well, why would the Bible say there are seven devils? Because there are different multiple uh, accounts in the Bible that show demons living in people. Uh, legions, thou are many, in uh, Mark chapter 1. How can a Christian resist the demonic influence that surrounds him, the whole arm of God? Jesus never let a demon speak for his kingdom. In Mark 1, 24, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Thou come to destroy us. I know who thou art, the Holy One. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, hold thy peace. See, their peace is not like our peace. They're the opposite of us. And it is so sad that in the church today, don't nobody know nothing about, uh, nothing about uh, this powerful, powerful ministry of the uh, of, of God through Jesus Christ. In Mark one twenty eight, and immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all around Galilee. Why did Jesus Christ's fame scattered throughout everywhere? They never saw him cast out demons before. Fame spread it everywhere in Mark one twenty eight. The demons represent the night, Mark five five. Jesus' kingdom represents the day, Joshua one eight. If you're preaching, you must cast out demons. If you're not cast out demons, you're really not ordained by God. There's a different ordination that Christ has. And that ordination is that he had called unto him whom he would, and he called them to cast out demons, preach the gospel, and heal the sick. Mark 3, 13, 14, and 15, that's the ordination of Christ. 
And if a person that, uh, that don't cast out demons, I don't deal with. I don't deal with people who don't cast out demons. What am I going to do with them? Uh, they, I, ain't got, I don't have time to be dealing with uh, intellectualism. We deal with demons in people. Racism is a demon. It is a demonic spirit. Politics are demons. These are demons that's destroying people. He did it outside of the synagogue. Who's he? Jesus. You can do deliverance outside in the public. That's in Luke chapter 4, verse 38 and 39. Evangelist Taylor, read that one. Yeah. Luke 4, 38 and 39. He did deliverance outside of the synagogue. Now, why did I say Simon Peter? Now, the Roman Catholic Church says that Peter was the first, first pope, right? That's what they say. Now, if Peter was the first pope, why he got a wife? <laughs> that contradicts the word of God. The Catholics believe that Peter was the first pope, so he was the first pope that was married, and then all the other popes are not married. That's religion. It's religion. That's all it is. It's nothing but religion. Now, when you cast out demons, there's a spirit, an unclean spirit to pass out of the land. In Zechariah chapter 13, verse 2, speaks of unclean spirits passing out of the land. A deliverance minister, wherever he or she is at, can recognize the demons in the area. I know the demons in America. Racism. Violence. Homosexuality, politicalism, richness, idolatry, stubborn. I know the demons in Jamaica. If you don't know the demons in your territory, you really got a problem, so you need discernment. The kingdom of God has come upon you when someone is casting out demons. Anytime you cast out demons, the kingdom of God comes upon you. That's in Matthew Chapter 12, verse 28. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is coming to you. Also, the finger of God comes on you when you cast out demons. It's the thing of God through you. It ain't you. It's the, it's the power that's in you. In Luke eleven twenty, it says, but if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God has come unto you. It is coming to us who believe. All right. Now, Jesus is our captain. There's no lieutenant. There's no general. You know, I tell these apostles and people call themselves ambassadors, generals. All these self-proclaimed titles that the Bible does not speak of, you cannot go above the captain. Hebrews 2.12 tells us, for it became him for whom all things and by whom all things in the beginning, many sons of glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. The captain, that's Jesus. He's the captain of this army. Jesus Christ is the captain. There is no other captain. There's no lieutenants or none of that. 
Now, we're going to talk about the organization of demonic forces. Apostle Paul appears to have ranked them, and here is the ranking that the Apostle Paul have gave them. We are on the Sabbath. Normally, this is the time of Shabbat, and I want to give praise to the Lord for this Sabbath day. There's somebody that has headaches. Her name is Sandra Broken. You're at 137 Coleman Drive in East Valley Lane. Please call me tonight, uh, on 443461178. You have a high blood pressure issue also. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities. What is a principality? Okay, the Apostle Paul gives ranks of demons. We're doing a demon seminar. So I'm going through a whole lot. Hold on, get your grips, and write down as much as you can. What is a principality? These demons are territorial. They live in one geographical area and do not seem to travel very far. Mountains, ranges, rivers, lakes, and other natural divisions of land form the boundaries when people move from one city to another. Principalities do not usually follow that pattern. They stay where they're at. What are powers? Stronger than principalities. These demons are more mobile. Powers may actually inhabit people. Power. People. Donald Trump, full of demons. Joe Biden, full of demons. Barack Obama, full of demons. We all got demons. Politicians don't represent Jesus. Do they represent Jesus, Vance Davis? They don't represent Jesus. How can Christians get mixed up in this? By principalities, by trickery, and being bewitched by the devil. These powers are in the church today in operation. Demons are commissioned to harass people, to wear people down, to make them vulnerable to other demons. Lesser demons only enter into a person that allows certain demons to enter, and when they allow them to enter, they gain control of the person's soul. Say, for instance, lost. I, I met a guy, was t- take the children out of the room. This is not for any children right now. Please take the children out of the room if you have children in this room. Genesis 38.9 speaks of an Onan spirit of, of masturbation. This guy was masturbating nine times. That's inhuman. That's a power that's over him. Okay, what are the rulers of darkness? These demons affect the overall spiritual condition of a place. For example, when the prince of the power of Persia hindered the prayers of Daniel, this suggested that a single demon or stronghold is responsible for that activity. Spiritual hoaxes of wickedness in high places. These appear to be stronger and the strongest of all demons, responsible for the development of spiritual counterfeits to keep people in bondage. These, may, these are demons that have created systems such as Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, Mormonism, Satan, Kappa Alpha Psi, a.k.a. Phi Alpha Delta, all these sororities, secret organizations, these are spiritual hosts of wickedness. 
A lady called me. She said, I'm going to have to be an Eastern star. My four-month uncle died, my daddy's father. I told him, you need to renounce the 30 seconds. He said, I'll die, Mason. And he died one. Most Masons die with cancer, and they have heart attacks. Secret organizations are controlled by spiritual hosts of wickedness in high places. Political politicians are controlled by these demons. I said politicians are controlled by these demons. Donald Trump is not saved. Is he saved, Ben Stephen? Is Joe Biden saved? Is, is, is Obama saved? They just even not saved. None of them. The fruits. But some Christians say they can't judge, but if we can judge angels, we can judge everything. So we have to be very, very cautious and capable of this. Demons can function through, demons can change their functions. Did you know a demon can change their function? Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 22, verse 21 through 23. They can change their function through this method. Evangelist Taylor, read 1 Kings chapter 21 I'm sorry, chapter 22, verse 21 through 23. Demons can change their functions by this one way. 1 Kings 22, 21 through 23. A lying spirit. That's all in politics. Anytime it's a do you know in 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 Florida, Governor DeSantis has Obama's Black History Evangelist. You know that, right? They just took out Black History. He said that slaves had a trade. Didn't they say that, Evangelist? They said they benefited. Now this is this Ron DeSantis, a Republican. He said that. Slaves benefited from being a slave. Now see how you're twisting the truth up? That's a lie. Well, let me put you a slave and let you benefit off me whooping you. Let me whoop you with some cow high lashes and see how you... Let me go take your, da- your daughter and go rape her and you watch me have sex with your daughter and she get pregnant, throw her in the fields like she ain't even human. Like Stonewall Jackson did, he gutted an eight-year-old, uh, 18-year-old woman, gutted her took her stomach and cut it out of her gut, Stonewall Jackson. You know about that advantage, Taylor? That's wicked. That's not God. These demonic spirits are doing this. Advantage, Taylor, let's make it simple with other people now. The mass murders, that's demons. You want to elaborate on that? Uh, Advantage, Taylor, is going to give you all the demons in America. Since we're at America, we're, at a, we're doing a, 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 a seminar here. Ain't no time limit here. All the demons in America. Hear your demons. I was in a, a church. I had been church hurt. And so I went and joined the Presbyterian church. And the people were nice to me. They embraced me. They received me. And uh, we were in Sunday school one morning. And this girl was up teaching. And she said, uh, I think everybody's all right. 
and this was right after they had just killed that black man they uh, uh down in Jasper, Texas. They had just chained him to the back of a truck and and just drug him. Uh-huh. Because Dennis Rodman paid for his funeral. And so um she said everybody was nice. Everybody was good. That's the word she used. Everybody was good. And I said I was offended. I said, "How can you say that?" And she said, well, I think, um, you know, my neighbors, I said, you don't know what they're doing over there. They could be chanting that night. I said, but if everybody is good, how did these young white men drag this black man, change him to the back of a truck, drag him through, through Jasper, Texas? I said, where is the good at in that? And she was stunned. I said, honey, everybody is not good. This is why Jesus, when he taught us to pray, he he taught us to say, deliver us from evil. People don't want to believe it, but we uh, as human beings are evil. We inherited it through Adam. We are evil. So there are demons in us. There are demons in people. And this is why you see all this killing this is why you see all these murders, the spirit of murder. That's the demon. I'm going to tell you where you're going to find that spirit at most. You go to Miami. That's the ruling principality over Miami. It's a murdering spirit. You go to uh, uh, Orlando. You go to Orlando, and there's a spirit there. You know what the spirit is? The, the, the ruling principle over Orlando is the spirit of perversion. Why? Because Walt Disney was a homosexual. He was a pedophile. And he had he was a thirty third degree Freemason. He was a thirty third degree Freemason. And so that spirit, this is why everything that's coming out of Disney today is coming out gay and, and homosexual and lesbian. All these young girls, Raven Simone, all these young girls went to Disney and they became the Mouseketeers and they came out of there gay. Miley Cyrus. Look at all these young girls. Uh, 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 every last one of them. Uh, uh, what's this? Christine Aguilera. Justin Timberlake. All of these young people. Uh, uh, Britney Spears. Look at what happened to Britney Spears' life. She went completely crazy. And I don't understand why parents are still taking their children to Disney, sacrificing them on the altar of Molech. That's exactly what's happening. You're carrying your children down there, and and, and, and what you think is going to be a vacation is going to come back uh, 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 as a manifestation of a demon in your child. There are other places you can take your children if you want to have some good, clean uh, uh, entertainment. You do not have to take your children. They have an underground Disney. My husband told me about it. There is an underground. There's a city up under Disney. This is why children are coming up missing. It's the spirit of perversion. That is the ruling principality. As a matter of fact, Orlando, listen at this, Apostle, Orlando is the porn capital of the world, not just the United States, of the world. And the reason being, the hotels have reported that even when Christians come to Orlando, they can check what TV stations are being watched. 
the porn channel is the number one channel that's being watched in Orlando. This is what the hotel industry have reported. Now, why are Christians watching the porn channel? Why? Because it's a spirit there that's invading them. It is the spirit of perversion. Let me tell you what the word perversion means. When you pervert something, you twist it. It's just like Jesus. When Jesus was uh, in the wilderness and Jesus began to, uh, he, he was hungry and he, he was being tempted of the devil in the wilderness. Satan tried to come at him with the word, but he twisted it. That's a perverted spirit. And that's what these uh, people are doing today. They are trying to pervert everything that God is uh, saying that a man can be a woman. Now they're saying a man can have a baby. It's still a woman. A man don't even have a womb. (laughs) What it is, it's a a woman. What they are doing is the man is not a man. It's the spirit of deception. Matthew 24 and 4 say, take heed that no man deceive you. It's the spirit of deception because it's not really a man. It's a woman who has had her gender changed. So she's still a woman and she's still got a womb. And now she's pretending to be a man. And so uh, because she wanted to have a baby, she went back to being a woman, stopped her hormone treatment and went back to being a woman long enough to have a baby. But it was still a woman. That was never a man. It's the spirit of deception. And I don't see, I'm going to say something right here. I don't understand how you Christians are coming in agreement with this. Just because it's now in your house, your son or your daughter how can you come into agreement what you know is against the word of God? Let me tell you something. That's the spirit of compromise. That's the spirit of error. And you are partaking of other men's sin. I saw some of the weddings that they had. I said, how do they get people to come to that? How can you go and, and, and watch uh, two men get married or two women get married? But you know what? It's the spirit of compromise. People are compromised. That's my friend. That's, uh, that's my daughter. I, Wow. No, no, we're not going to do it. I'm I'm a conscientious objector. I'm a conscientious objector. This is why I quit the school system. I am not going back into schools because I'm not going to call a he a she and a she a he. I'm not going to do it. You know why? First of all, I'm a born-again Christian. I'm spirit-filled, so I'm not going to do anything that's against this word, not knowingly anyway. And then second of all, I teach English. How can I teach the pronouns and then violate what I'm teaching? Yeah, I'm not going to call he a she. He is a he. I'm just not going to do that. So I'm not going to come into agreement with that. So I knew if I went back in the school system, they were going to sue me. And I said, you know what? I'm just not going to do that. I am a conscientious objector. I am not. That that violates my faith. I'm not going to do that. Because one day I got to stand before the Lord. 
He is the judge. And I'm not going to be able to say, well, I had to do this to keep my job. No, quit that job. Find another job. But people are coming into agreement with these things. Everybody's uh, calling uh, 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 Brittany Griner a, a, a man. That's a woman. She will never be a man. Let me tell you something. And then, you know, the foolishness of it, these women go and get uh, other women that look like a man. Well, honey, something's wrong with that. Go get you a man. He come with the equipment. Something's wrong with that. So I'm just saying all this to let you know that these are demonic spirits that are in the land. This transhumanism, transgenderism, all of this, these are lies straight from the enemy's pit. And I'm going to tell you something. Everybody talked about Jim Jones when he calls 900 people to drink cyanide Kool-Aid. I'm going to tell you something. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't drink it. You know this, this is a woman. You know this is a man. Don't come into agreement with that. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Stay out of that. Yeah, they want to claim they married. How can they be married? Well, God doesn't recognize it. I'm never going to marry them. If I, I, they can never come to me. Yeah. We're not going to marry you. No. Yeah. Praise God. That's Yeah. See, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to call Johnny Susie, and I'm not going to call Susie Johnny. It's not going to happen because you're confused, not me. I'm not confused. Yeah, that's a spirit of confusion and perversion. So I'm not going to participate in that because I am a child of God. And let me tell you something. If I never, ever work again in the field of education, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm not going to bow. You know, when we talked about Daniel today, we talked about in the third chapter, when uh, Daniel and uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, when they refused to bow down to the statue that Nebuchadnezzar had made, he threatened them. He said, if you don't bow, when you hear the sound of the cornet and the psaltery and all this other music, he said, if you don't bow, he said, you're going to be thrown in the fiery furnace. But guess what? Those three boys said, we are not careful to answer you. He said, but we will not bow. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us. I stand with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they heated up the fire seven times hotter and throw them in. But the Bible says Nebuchadnezzar asked to look in the fire. He said, hold up. He said, didn't we put in three? They said, yes, king. Matter of fact, the three, the ones that throw them in there, they burnt up. He said, but I see the fourth man. Let me tell you something. Who the fourth man is, is Jesus Christ. He said he looks like the son of man. He is the son of man. He is the son of God in the fiery furnace. If you got to go through the fire, if you got to go through the flood, he will get in there with you. But don't compromise. Don't bow. 
don't bow to these demons. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The Bible also speaks of them as doctrine of devils in 1 Timothy 4.1. There are doctrines of devils. And let me say this. Boy, I, this is the Sabbath. I love the Sabbath. Boy, and I'm, I'm very grateful to have Sister Taylor here. God don't need no political party to help him. Molak was before the Republican Party. Molak is a spirit of murder. Abortion is murder. God don't need nobody to defend his word. God has angels. Do what you got to do. God's going to be God, and God will not allow anyone to overconquer his word. I won't con- I've been sued seven times. I've been taken off uh, YouTube teaching deliverance. I won the lawsuit. I've been sued seven times for not marrying. I won all seven of them. And I had a Jewish lawyer. He said, I said, he said, brother, you, you can't afford my price. He said, you know what? You love their prince. I'm Jewish and I'm Jewish Christian. And represent me with nothing, no money down. That's the power of God. It can be against you. Now, we're going to give you scriptural reference to demons in the Bible, in the book of Matthew. We're doing a seminar on demonology. In the book of Matthew, here are scriptural reference of the accounts of demons in the book of Matthew. One, Matthew chapter 4, verse 1 through 11. I'm going to take my time because we got a lot of people. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to bring this over to Sister Taylor. You sit right there, Sister Taylor. Look here, I'm gonna bring this to you. I have to, I'm on live. I'm not going on. I'm down downloading the Audacity. Evangelist Taylor is going to tell you where to reach her. She's going to tell you about her ministry. Why I download this and set up the second segment. All right, this is Evangelist Janet Taylor uh, coming back to you. I want to um, let you know how to get in touch with me. For those of you that are interested in um, checking us out on Thursday, first of all, um, you can find us on the web at www.wallsoffiredeliveranceminn.com. That's our web address. The name of our ministry is Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. Um, God gave me the name of that ministry while I was on a five-day fast. It comes from Zechariah 2 and 5. Um, the phone number for the ministry is area code 336-575-0206. That's area code 336-575-0206. If you would like to uh, sow a seed into our ministry, you can at jet245 at msn.com. And that's the email address that you will use through PayPal or Zelle. We accept PayPal or Zelle. You can go on the website and um, go to uh, the uh, products page and make a donation, or you can just uh, click on PayPal 
or go through Zelle using this email address, jet245 at msn.com. We want you to be led by the Spirit. If you are led by the Spirit to sow into this ministry, we we will uh, receive it in the name of Jesus. All right? And uh, I also want to encourage you to uh, uh, come on this website and just uh, every Thursday night I'm on Apostle uh, Emmett Overton's um, deliverance.com. You can also go on our website and uh, purchase. uh, um, I have recorded a CD. You can purchase that. It's called A New Beginning. Uh, I have books, Sleeping with the Enemy, and just wrote a new book called The Road to Freedom. You can purchase these items on the website. Glory be to God. We just want you to know we love you. We thank God for you tuning in with us today. So glad to be here in Atlanta with Apostle. My husband is right here with me. Glory be to God. We're celebrating our fourth anniversary. And we just give God praise for the opportunity to minister to you on today. Now, I want to talk about uh, something very quickly uh, because a lot of people, Apostle made mention of this a minute ago, people hearing voices. Now, there's only one voice you need to be listening to, and that is the voice of the Lord. So I want to ask this question. Is it safe to listen to what demons say? Now, demons do talk, and we know that they talk because when Jesus uh, cast out the, uh, the spirit of legion out of the demoniac, before he even approached him, the demons recognized him and said, Art thou come to torment us? And uh, Jesus is teaching us from this that we don't talk to demons. Why? The number one reason that we do not talk to demons is because they are liars. They are lying spirits. They will not tell you the truth. Glory be to God. So I want to read this to you. Although some people who practice the ministry of exorcism often get into arguments with the demons and people and make dramatic public demonstrations of verbal conflict with such, I see no reason for this. Glory be to God. It is neither good nor scriptural to attempt a conversation with demons. On one occasion, an evil spirit actually did voluntarily tell us the correct number of demons left in a man wanting to commit suicide. And these were all successfully cast out. But we must remember that Satan is the father of lies, and usually all of his demons are liars too. It's like father, like son. Glory be to God. If you ask a demon to identify himself or tell how he got into the person, he'll probably answer with much verbal garbage that cannot be trusted anyway. That's why you shouldn't talk to them. We have been given power and authority, we who are filled with the Holy Spirit. We don't need to waste time talking to demons and then listening to what they are saying. We need to exercise 
the power and the authority that God has given us and command them to come out. Even Jesus commanded the demon to hold his peace. Sometimes people will try to force a demon to tell the truth in the name of Jesus. But even then, demons find it almost impossible to tell the truth. They will hedge and argue rather than tell the truth. Furthermore, we are expressly commanded in the Bible not to communicate with evil spirits. I want you to pay attention to this, especially if you're new to the deliverance ministry. James 4 and 7 says, we are to resist the devil, not talk with him. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Don't forget that Saul lost his life by disobeying God's law and seeking information from a demon-possessed witch. And in Isaiah 8 and 9, the practice of seeking those who are familiar who have familiar spirits that whisper and mutter is condemned. It is highly dangerous to talk to demons. If you are even if you are only arguing with them, demons are completely unreasonable and unreliable. You'll never win an argument with a demon. Our ministry is to cast out the evil spirits as quickly as possible giving no quarter to them and refusing to make any argument with them at all. Glory be to God. I want to write this down. Okay, now we're going to move into some more demon deliverance. We're talking about different forms of demons. Demons don't want you to know anything about them. They want to keep you, keep you away from it. This is a spirit that happens in most Christians called the Martha spirit. Who is Martha? Martha of Bethany is a biblical figure described in the Gospel of Luke and John together with his siblings, Lazarus and Mary. She is described as a living in the village of Bethany near Jerusalem. She was witnessing to Jesus' resurrection and her brothers, Lazarus. In Luke chapter 10, bit of slumber, in Luke chapter 10, that's a spirit, brother. In Luke chapter 10, verse 38, it's blocking them from hearing the gospel. You came too far. Is that blocking them? In Luke 10, 38, it says, Now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village and received a woman named Martha. Received him her into her house. Now watch this. This Martha spirit is in people who go to church performing. They clean up the church. I didn't clean the pastor's yard. Well, who are you doing it for? Now, if you're doing it for the pastor, you're not going to get blessed. The Bible says in, in Colossians 3.17, whatever you do, do holism to the Lord Jesus for the Lord only. But this Martha spirit, and she, her sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words. Now, watch this. A Martha spirit will block you from hearing the words of God. It gets you so busy. It gets you caught up. Demons, when you're exposing them, Evangelist Taylor, they want to shut the human spirit down. They don't want your spirit connected with Christ. They're busy. They don't want that. They want to shut it down. If they can shut you down, 
with Christ and get you to perform, God don't want performance. God wants obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. This Martha's spirit will stop you. Let's look at the scripture, what it says, right out the Bible. This is a Martha spirit. Luke 10, 38, we're talking about different spirits, different kinds of demons that can really affect us from serving God. And this Martha spirit here gets you in the church. You think you're serving the Lord. You ain't serving God. They are the willing workers for the Lord. They <laughs> 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 yeah. the Yes. Yes. Mother's Day board. Mother's board. They ain't growing spiritually. That's the Martha spirit. And they're all in the church. Packed with the church. Yep. Everybody competing for a position in the church. Pastors want to please the pastor. Not really thinking about pleasing God, but want to please the pastor. That's a Martha spirit. That is demonic. And I'm going to show you in the Bible why it is demonic. In Luke chapter 10, brother, I got a word of knowledge for you. The Lord told me to tell you something. Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Now, it came to pass as they went that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Sister uh, Taylor, I know you, Spiritfield. You know why? That word, you sucking in all that word. I ain't seen you blinking an eye yet. <laughs> and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words. Do you notice the difference? Mary heard the words, but watch Martha. But Martha was cubum about, what is it? Cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, does thou not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. And Jesus answered, said, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. See, they ain't serving God. But one thing is needful, and Mary had chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her, the word of God. And when a, a person have a Martha spirit, they're very busy in doing things that they say is of the Lord, but it really is it's not of God. It's bad. Yes. Yes. That's right. That's right. Although active, particularly serving the God is essential and good, our first and most important task is that a love and devotion that expresses itself in quiet worship, prayer, and fellowship with the Lord. We are so busy doing certain things and performing in the church and good deeds that we forget the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord our God himself with all our hearts, soul, and, his, and spirit. Another demon that I know is very heavy in the church is the arrested development spirit. This is a very powerful demon. This spirit has older men and women acting like young people. You ever seen an old 62-year-old man dressed? Yeah, big old, that's arrested development. That's perverted. That's not going before your time. That's youthful loss also in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 22. Now we're going to get deep. What does the Bible say about demon possession and demonic possession? The Bible gives some examples of people's possessions of influence by demons. 
From these examples, we can find some symptoms of demonic influences and gain insight into how demons possess someone. Here are some biblical passages of possession with demonic spirits with human beings. One, Matthew chapter 9, verse 32 and verse 33. Matthew 9, 32 to all the way to verse 33. The next one is Matthew chapter 12, verse 22. The next one is Matthew chapter 17, verse 18. The next one is Mark chapter 5, verse 1 through 20. The next one is Mark chapter 7, verse 26 through 30. The next one, Luke chapter 4, verse 33 through 36. The next one, Luke chapter 22, verse 3. The next one, Acts chapter 16 through 18. In some of these passages, the demon possessed cause physical alignment such as inability to speak, epileptic syndromes, and blindness, and etc., in other cases, it caused the individual to do evil. Judas, being the main example, is in Acts chapter 16, verse 16 through 18. The spirit apparently gives a slave girl some ability to know things beyond her own learning. The demon-possessed man in the Garcinianist was possessed by multiple demons or called legions. There are many demons can be in one person. Mary Magdalene had seven. This man had legions. So there's different varieties of demons that's in each individual person. This person had supernatural strength and lived naked among the tombstones. When you see women dressed in nakedness, that's that spirit in them. When you see exposing of your body, that's a nude spirit. That's in the book of Mark chapter 5. King Saul, after rebelling against the Lord, was troubled by an evil spirit in 1 Samuel. King Saul was troubled by evil spirits in 1 Samuel chapter 16. King Saul was troubled by evil spirits in 1 Samuel chapter 16, 14 through 15. 1 Samuel chapter 18, 10 through 11. 1 Samuel chapter 19. 9 through 10, with the apparent effect of a depressed mood or increased desire to kill David. Thus, a widely possibilities of syndrome of demonic possession, such as physical impairment, which is eating disorder, that's demons. When you can't eat, you, you just still want to eat, 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 that's a demon of murder trying to kill you. Now, demons are spirit beings who have personalities and intelligence as members of Satan's kingdoms, as enemies of God. Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 through 45. Demons are spirit beings who have personalities, who have personalities and intelligence as a member of Satan's kingdom and as enemies of God and humans. Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 through 45. They are malicious and organized with different levels of rank and delegated authority under Satan. Demons are the power behind all idol worship. 
so to the worship of false gods or demons or doctrines of demons. Demons are within the hierarchy and the rulers of this age. Christians must continue in warfare with them. Apostle Paul says that in Ephesians 6.12. Demons can and often do live in people. Yes, scripture reference that demons can and, and often do live in human beings. That is in the book of Mark. Chapter 5, verse 15. Demons can live in human beings. Mark, chapter 5, verse 15. Luke, chapter 4, verse 41. Luke, chapter 4, verse 41. Demons can and often do live in people. Mark, chapter 5, verse 15. Luke, chapter 4, verse 41. Luke chapter 8, verse 27 through 28, Acts chapter 16, verse 18, and they can use their voices to talk to. They can use their human voice to be talked to. This is why you need the gift of discerning of spirits to deal with demons. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Demons want to enslave such individuals and influence toward evil and immorality and destruction. And also, demons like to entice. They entice people. That's in the book of James. In the book of James, demons like to entice human beings. That's scriptural reference. In James chapter 1, verse 14. In James chapter 1, verse 14, but every man is tempted when he's drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Who's the enticed? Demons. They enslave individuals, influence them toward evil. Now, demons get, husbands and wives get caught all up. The demon of pride gets in men, men with pride. Demon of stubbornness get with women. Demons don't care who they use. Demons can cause physical illness to the human body. Scripture reference for that, again, demons can cause physical illnesses in the human body. Scripture reference, Matthew chapter 9, verse 32 to verse 33. Demons can cause physical illness in the human body, Matthew chapter 9, verse 32 and 33, Matthew chapter 12, verse 22, Matthew chapter 17, verse 14 through 18, Mark chapter 9, verse 20 and 22, hang on. can allow themselves to get into children. They don't care what body that they can get in. They have no clue. Here we see a demon 
in Mark, Matthew chapter 15, verse 22, daughter vexed with a devil. The daughter, Evangelist Taylor, please read to everybody. Matthew chapter 15, verse 22, spirit of slumber. Come on out of here. Get away from him in the name of Jesus. Get away from him in the name of Jesus. Spirit of slumber. Get away from him. Matthew 15, 22. This is a daughter was vexed with a devil. This is somebody's child. So don't say demons can't get in a child because they can get in a child. They can get in your daughter. Matthew fifteen twenty two, Evangelist Taylor, please read. Now, they was able to discern demons and their children. How come here we are in modern society, nobody can discern what's in their children? And when he come to the disciples, he saw a great multitude about them, 
and the scribes questioned with them. And straightway all the people went, they beheld him, were greatly amazed, and running to him, saluted him. And he asked to the scribes, What questions ye with them? And one of the multitudes answered, Say, Master, I have brought unto thee my son. So that's a boy. So some people can't say, Well, he ain't in a girl, he ain't a boy, but that's in the Bible. His son, so this is a young man the demon was in. My son, which had a dumb spirit. Now, a dumb spirit works in two functions. Dumb in the natural, and you can't hear God, called the deaf, dumb spirit. There are a lot of people who can't hear God. Them demons been shutting you down. It's a spirit of slumber. Men, Sister Taylor, we'll get with it. Sister Taylor, you notice it. You notice it, spirit of slumber. It's shutting you down from hearing what, what we're saying. And one of the multitudes answered, and Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which have a what? Dumb spirit. It's dumb. It can't understand God. It has no understanding of God. And it's called a deaf, dumb, mute spirit. Jesus warned us about that. Now, some of you may say, well, he's not in a woman. He can't be in a man. Well, we did a boy, now we're going to do the man. Luke chapter 8, right out the Bible. I'm doing the boy and the girl. Better say, they, can't, they, can't say, they can't say I ain't teach this. They, don't, don't come telling me a demon can't go on your child because a demon was in this person's child during the time of Christ. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He ain't changed, and the devil ain't changed. So let's look at a man going into a human man. Let's go to the book of Luke. We learn in demonology. Demonology is the study of deceit. Luke chapter 8, verse 27. Luke chapter 8, verse 27. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of his city a certain what? Man. So that's a man. He can go into a man. A demon can go into a man. A certain man which had, look, devils, more than one demon, long time, and wear no clothes. Anytime you see a people not wearing clothes on their body, that's the spirit of filthiness and whoredom. They will have you to look. Your body ain't for nobody but the Lord. If you're married, it's for your husband. It ain't for nobody else to look at but for your husband. And your husband's body is for the wife. And for not nobody to look at his body. But here we see we're dealing with a man. Now, well, Pastor, they don't go in women. That's a lie. Because in the book of Mark 16:9, it speaks of a woman who had demons. In the book of Mark, chapter 16, And when he was raising early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, whom he cast out seven devils. So we got the woman, we got the child, we got the man. Now we got the animal. They can go in animals. Demons can go into animals. Let's look at this animal here in the Bible of Mark chapter 5, verse 9. In Mark chapter 5, Verse 9, and he asked, what is thy name? He said, my name is Legions, for we are many. And he besought him how that he would not send them away out of the country. And there was there night unto the mountains a great herd of swines. That's an animal. So demons can go into an animal. 
Mark chapter 5, verse 9. They can go into an animal. So they can go into any, anything. They like dry places because dry places don't bring conviction to them. They don't really like to go into an animal. They prefer going to you. Here's why. The Lord showed me why they want to go into us. Because if they can get a Christian and keep him oppressed, then they mock in Christ. Our body is a temple of the Lord. But if we don't do what is necessary to maintain our body, to study the word, Christians get, get allured with doctrines of demons. They love to enslave spiritualism and magic, which is sorcery, dealing with evil spirits. They can easily lead to demonic bondages. Anytime you get into sorcery, it leads to demonic bondages. Acts chapter 19, verse 19 Sorcery leads to demonic bondage in Galatians chapter 5, verse 20, and Revelations 9, verse 20. Evil spirits were essentially active in the last days of the age, promoting the occult. Immorality, violence, and cruelty. They will assault God's word and sound doctrine in the last days. They're doing that now with T.T. Jakes, Eddie Long, Kenneth Copeland, Jesse DePlantis. They're watering the word of God, Joe Osteen. They are not ministers to me. They're not casting out demons. Eddie Long, well, him, he went to hell because he, he didn't repent. He went straight to hell if he didn't repent. And he was a Catholic. I, I met this guy, Evangelist Taylor. He said he was a Catholic, right? He said, you can't touch my cane. I said, what about Jesus? Can he touch your cane? <laughs> he looked at me, what do you mean? Well, Jesus was here. What about your little... Your, your, you know, your Catholic is throwing your little sign. That you can't throw no sign in heaven. The man told me, get out of his house. Jesus and demons. In his miracle, Jesus often attacked the powers of Satan to the demonic. Here are the scriptures to show you how to attack the demonic if you're a deliverance minister. Mark 1, verse 26. Mark 1, verse 39. Mark 1, verse 34. Or one, Mark 1, 26. Mark 134 and Mark 139. This is how you attack the demonic. Also in Mark chapter 3, verse 10 through 11. Also in Mark chapter 5, verse 1 through 20. Mark chapter 5, verse 1 through 20. Attack the demonic. Mark chapter 9, verse 17 through 29. Also, Luke chapter 13, verse 16. One of Jesus' main instances that he said, stated was his purpose to do what? Come into the earth to bind Satan and to set those enslaved by him free of demonic oppression. That is why Jesus Christ came. Matthew 12, 29. Mark 1, 27. And Luke 4.18. Now, we're going to look at the cleverness of demons, how clever they are. And as a deliverance minister, you have to be up on your P's and crews because they, they try to bring it to you. Now, the spirit realm is different than the natural realm. If you're a carnal, you cannot deal with demons. Amen. Let me say this right now. If, you're, if you ain't sold out to the Lord, Evangelist Taylor, I would advise you don't cast out no demons in nobody. Because you're going to really open up your door to the devil. This ain't nothing to pray with. I've been persecuted. I've had four crosses in my yard burnt. I've had windows taken out. 
you see the Bible in the other Bible right here. You see it right there. I didn't have it all. I, I, I've had crosses burnt in my yard because I prophesied that Trump was demonic. I prophesied it. I got threats. Christians have been brainwashed with this man. This man ain't saved. He don't have the Holy Ghost. He doesn't know God. And for any of you Christians aligning yourself with any politician, Obama, all of them, all of them, they can't help you but Jesus. So you go ahead on and align yourself with that. You're aligning yourself up with doctrines of devils. He was a word. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Yes, he did. I had to repent for voting for him. I re- You know why I got caught up? The first black president, Lord told me, don't you ever get caught up in that mess no more. That's right. That's right. Grew, and that don't mean nothing to me no more. Right. It don't, you know what means something to me? First Thessalonians 2-4 for me and you. I don't know what's in that, Advantage Taylor, but that's for me and you. For anybody who's called, the Lord just told me, First Thessalonians 2 and 4, I don't know what's in it. I've not, just read First Thessalonians 2-4. First Thessalonians two four. I got that by word of knowledge. God puts me and Evangelist Taylor in anybody's he trusts us with his word. God ain't going to give you his trust in his word of being sold out to him. I'm sorry to tell you that right now. Now, I want you to see the cleverness of Satan, okay? And then we're going to get more deeper into I'm hearing high blood pressure from Morris Dickinson. High blood pressure from Mr. Morris Dickinson. High blood pressure. High blood pressure? I'm hearing high blood pressure. Praise God. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and good evening. How are you doing? I hear high blood pressure. Hello? Hello? Praise God. Good evening. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. The word of knowledge is coming. Who got swelling of the knee? Okay, who get lightheadedness? I'm hearing lightheadedness. Uh, who has sleep problems? There's someone who's getting attacked by sleep. Erico 319, how can the Lord help you today? Delivering me from getting off the drugs and the torture and hell that I'm Delivering going through along the journey. Drugs. Okay. All right, Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We come up against this demonic spirit of drugs. 